The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Negotiate Anything. Thanks for spending time with us today. It's listeners like you in 181 different countries that have made Negotiate Anything the most popular negotiation and conflict resolution podcast in the world. I'm your host, Kwame Christian. I'm a business lawyer, mediator, professor, and the director of the American Negotiation Institute. Before we get started, I have two quick questions for you. Is negotiation a critical part of what you do? Do you need to resolve conflict and persuade at work? If you answered yes to both of those questions, visit our website to learn more about our negotiation workshops. We've traveled the country working with professionals just like you, and we'd love to have the opportunity to work with you too. Check out the link in the description to learn more. All right, everyone, welcome to the sparring session. Uh, We have Julia, the negotiator from Australia, and um, we are going to do a role play that in, involves a sales situation. So I am going to be a, uh, a potential buyer, uh, and it's a software situation, and um, Julia is going to try to sell me, and I am going to um, use some of the common objections that we talked about in the previous episode. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I strongly suggest that you do, so you have a little bit more context, and um, we'll run through this little practice session and then we'll transition into some some feedback and analysis all right okay, so we're going to assume that we've had some conversations many conversations we have rapport so this is not the first time we've crossed paths we may have been talking for many months or whatever it is but you know very well uh about what i do and how i can help your company so i'm going to land the price with you now and we're going to also assume that you are the decision maker and the power is mostly with you right Perfect. Um, so the price of the software that we've talked about, Kwame, for all the features that you want it to do, that price is going to be fifty thousand. Fifty fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, fifty thousand for that for the software. How does that sit with you? Well, that's uh, that's certainly um, that's up there. That that's pretty expensive. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough. I I'm, how does it sit with me? Not. Not particularly well uh, right now. I'm a little bit taken aback by that by that number. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we should definitely talk about this because price is absolutely important to talk about. So, um, if you're open to talking this through, do you mind if we do that? Yeah. Sure. We're here. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Can I just ask you? Um, and what I want to try and do is, um, you know, solve a problem here because you need the software to do X, Y, Z and all the things we talked about earlier. If price wasn't um, an, an object here, what other reservations might you have about the software? Well, n- nothing's coming to mind right now, actually. I The software, it, from, from the demo that you provided last week and the... Um, uh, the information that I've received and from from you and from some of the clients that you already have that you already service it's it's very impressive software and so really other than price there is nothing that's coming to mind as far as uh, potential issue got it okay no problem um, so just hypothetically then um, if we can agree on the terms of the price um, and we, we come up with a price that you're comfortable with 
would you be happy to proceed? Yeah, I'd say so. I, uh, like I said, the 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 only issue that's coming to mind, really, I guess, if I'm just being honest, the only issue is the price. Got it. No problem at all. Um, let's talk it through. So, if the price is fifty thousand for this software, do you mind if I ask you, Kwame, what price do you think is reasonable? Well, our previous contact management software was thirty-seven thousand dollars, and. Um, so we looked at at that time when we were looking to to purchase the software we had that choice which was $37,000 and we had one that was uh quoted to us at $40,000 we thought that was a little bit too expensive so we settled for the 37k. Yeah, okay. All right, no problem at all. And um and how did you um so that's what the price you think is reasonable for our software is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. And how did you come up with that number? Which number? Thirty-seven thousand. I'm not quite sure how you've come up with thirty thousand, thirty-seven thousand software. You think that's a reasonable price? Yes, I'm. I'm using that as um as a, a reference point. So thirty-seven, forty thousand, based on the last time I was in the market, that seems to be a, a fair price for the market. Got it. Okay. Well, let's. Just, if, if we can for a moment, if we can just assume that my software was priced the same as the other ones. Which one would be your preferred software? Oh, yours for sure. Um, your your software is a much higher quality. Um, the the beta test went really well. The demo uh, that you did uh, last week went really well. The our um, CIO really enjoyed the the product, and uh, yeah, it's yours would be would be better for sure. Okay, and I'm just writing some some of this down if you don't mind, so I can uh, uh, remember what's important to you. If that's okay, Kwame. Okay. All right. So we're actually talking here about a difference of, uh, what is it, $13,000 between our software and what you believe is, what you feel is a reasonable price. And so can I just ask, um, just out of interest, so I know what we're, what we're dealing with here, because I want to try and get you the outcome that you want, right? If I can ask you, what would it mean if I wasn't able to change the price? Well, it would mean that um, we are, we would be way beyond the budget. Um, it would mean that we are um, going to be paying a lot more than uh, we anticipated. And so that's going to probably cause some issues down the road because we had a specific budget for this, um, for this line item. Hmm. Got it. I understand. Okay. Um, just out of interest, why aren't you going with the, um, the one that you had last time? Well, it wasn't as consistent as we wanted. It wasn't user friendly and there were outages. They didn't have the, the necessary resources to, to get us back online uh, fast enough after those outages. And so it was just causing uh, significant issues internally as it relates to the work that we're trying to do, um, the level of efficiency we try to maintain. It was uh, just causing problems. So we're ready to make a switch. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I, I've got a good picture now. So. I just, I just wonder, um, you mentioned that, you know, Julia Hewitt Inc. is your preferred supplier for this software. You said that our product is high quality, the demo has worked great, um, and the, the, the beta testing was successful. Um, the CIO really loves it and thinks it could integrate seamlessly, you mentioned, um, and it's a lot more user-friendly than the other programs that you've 
used or seen. I guess what I'm wondering is, I wonder, would are you willing, or you know, you, you made it clear that we are preferred supplier for these reasons, and I wonder if you'd be willing to proceed with a more inferior offer, just for the sake of thirteen thousand dollars here. Wow, I never thought of it that way. Um, based on the experience that we've had with that company in the past, I would not be willing to do that, no. Okay, so the price of our product is unfortunately that price, Kwame. I'm not able to budge on that price. But as you've seen, or as you've already said, we offer something that's higher quality. Your CIO, it seems, has already bought into this product. The beta test of the demo has gone great and we'll seamlessly integrate with the, you know, the current um, infrastructure and it's user-friendly. Do you want to give it a go? Yeah, I think that, I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. And I think you, you just destroyed the sparring session. So kudos <laughs> to you. You can pay me in tens and twenties. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Does your company invest in professional development training? If you believe that your team would benefit from a negotiation workshop, all you need to do is go to our website, fill out the workshop request form, and then we'll set up a time to chat. These workshops are completely customizable and we've done them all around the country. Negotiation and conflict resolution skills are beneficial across all professions, but they're especially useful in procurement, purchasing, sales, sourcing, and contract management. Our calendar is filling up quickly, and we even have some workshops scheduled for next year. If you think you might want one, I'd suggest reaching out soon so you don't miss out. Check out the link in the description to learn more. And now, back to the show. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tober Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product, though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. And so... We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. That was really great. And so some quick notes um, on, on this analysis. First of all, fantastic questions. Fantastic questions. And 
yeah, you, you were very direct and you got to the heart of the matter while not seeming uh, aggressive or overeager or anything like that. So the questions that you were asking were fantastic and they were leading me in a specific way, um, in a specific direction, which was incredibly persuasive and powerful. The other thing is taking notes, actually handwriting and taking notes. It made me feel as though you were listening at a higher level, which is great. That's always important. But at the same time, it was an important tactic that you utilize in order to capture the words that I'm saying to describe how amazing your product is. And so you weren't selling me. You were just repeating the words that I told you. And so in terms of objective criteria, the the, the litmus test that I put forward for what the quality of the product is, the words that I say are going to be the things that are going to be most persuasive to me. So that was really, really smart. And the question where you ask, are you willing to proceed with an inferior product <laughs> just to save 13K? Again, very direct, very, but not aggressive or offensive, very respectful throughout. And you made it easy for me to make the right decision. And I think that's really the strength of this process where at the end of it, I didn't feel like I was bullied into it. I didn't feel like I was pushed into it. I felt as though you helped me to make the right decision. And a lot of times when we're negotiating, we feel as though negotiating requires concession and it doesn't. Concession is a persuasive tactic that you use in order to advance your position. It's not a requirement of a negotiation. And so this was really great because it was indeed a negotiation, but you did not adjust your position because you didn't have to. So kudos. Yeah, can I, may, I, may I add something in there too, Kwame, if that's all right? This is a this is a, 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 a templated framework that I use. I'm not winging this. I'm absolutely following a very structured process. And I want to point out to the listeners as well that if you had towards that bottom said, well, Julia, it would be a walk away because I've been given $37,000 and not a cent more. What I'm trying to do through this process is work out with somebody, is this a breaking point? Is this a walk away? Is this a deal breaker? And I'm not going to know that unless I ask the question. I'm trying to find out, am I going to leave money on the table? Because what I've said, you've said, look, I've, I've got, I've got thirty-seven thousand to spend because we spent thirty-seven last time, maybe forty, but yet now here you are giving me fifty. So I'm trying to work out through that process. First, my my structure is trying to, and again, we're using curiosity logic, and I am deliberately applying lots and lots of silence. So I'm asking a question. I'm just shutting up because I want you to respond. I'm looking for the clue. So when you're saying to me, look, well. Yeah, Julia, this, this, is a, this is absolutely going to be a deal breaker. I get that your product's better, but I'm actually not allowed to buy it at 50 grand. I'm going to have to get something inferior. So if that's the, the, the place that you get to, and many of the conversations and negotiations, negotiations we have are limited to a budget. No one has a, an, um, an unlimited budget for things. If that's the case, and only if someone says to you, look, I get what you're saying, Julia. I hear what you're saying but I just don't have another cent. I'm only allowed to spend 37,000. Then it's up to me to decide if I want to take that or not. But what we find is people don't get to that step and they assume that Kwame doesn't have the 50 grand, he's only got 37. When in this case, just by asking a couple more exploratory type questions, I've worked at, no, he's got more there. And so I don't have to discount and give my product away because clearly it is, it's a superior product. And I don't have to bang on about that because you've already told me why you think it's great. Right. 
this is this is great and i think it, it shows that a lot of times some of the mistakes that people make in these negotiations is that they don't take the time to put in the work through curiosity to gather the information they need in order to know what the right next step is and so they yeah. just like you said they assume that it's a price consideration. They assume that they don't have the money or they don't like the offer or something like that. And so they're making tactical decisions based on inferior information. Well, when I, when I teach this strategy, um, it's interesting because I, I teach what I do, right? So because I work in the field. So I would suggest 95% of people that want to book me for work challenge me on my price. I'm not the cheapest trainer going around, nor am I most, the most expensive, but I always get challenged on price every time. And I take people through this process, which I write out every single time. I know it off by heart. And I take people through it every time. And I've had one person, a really big client, that said to me the reason they hired me specifically was because I used that process and they wanted me to teach their team to do it. Wow. So, and I didn't have the discount because I don't discount. I always, always hold my price because I believe that I can understand from somebody um, whether there's room to move or not. And because I think what you and I are teaching in terms of negotiating, the, the sky's the limit in terms of the outcome you can get by having the right questions, the right process and learn how to negotiate properly. Absolutely. Well, this has been fantastic. Extremely, extremely helpful. Um, listeners, again, if you found this episode helpful, if you liked the, the sparring session, uh, leave us a five-star review. And if you already have, thank you. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to make sure you get automatic updates for when the podcast goes live again. Um, but again, Julia, uh, thank you for coming on the show and, and let the listeners know uh, where they can find you and how they can uh, keep in touch. Thanks, Kwame. So I'm at www.juliahewitt.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-E-W-E-R-T, JuliaEwitt.com. Or um, I've, you can find me on LinkedIn, Julia Ewitt, The Negotiator. And I've started a group on LinkedIn. Jump in and join me. It's called Make More Sales, Negotiate Better. Join in the conversation or start a conversation if you want to do either or both of those things better. Perfect. Julia, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And um, looking forward to having you back on sometime. Thanks, Kwame. Congratulations, you've just joined an elite club. By listening to a full episode, you're now officially on the Negotiate Anything team. So welcome aboard. What most team members do is they subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episodes of the show. The best things in life lie on the other side of difficult conversations. Keep learning, keep practicing, and keep getting better. Your relationships will improve, your career will soar, and you'll have the confidence you need to get the most out of these crucial conversations. Again, thank you for joining the team. We're excited to have you, and I will see you in the next episode. I'll catch you later.